Thank you for listening to the Calvary Chapel Lubbock podcast with our senior pastor, Ben Martinez. Don't forget to check out our website at calvarychapellubbock.church. There you'll find a lot more about our mission to love God, love people, and live radically. Now here's Pastor Ben. Guys, in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 2, we're given the account of Jesus being born. Okay, and we know the story from Luke chapter 2. Hopefully tonight you will read some of that to the kids and, and go over the Christmas story. But I want to share with you a little bit in Matthew chapter 2. I promise we won't take very long, but we're going to go from this into the, to the candlelight service. And after the candlelight service, here's the cool thing. All the kids in here get a present. And then all the big kids get a present too. How many of you like chocolate? How many of you like really good chocolate? Well, we got that for you. So don't call me at two in the morning that you can't sleep, Tim. It's good chocolate. But in Matthew chapter two, notice what it says and the verses will be up there. It says, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, In the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen the star in the east, and we have come to worship him. Now, where was Jesus born? That's right, Bethlehem. Here's a question, kids. Was Jesus born on December 25th? We don't know, do we? He might have, but nonetheless, we do know the Bible says that he was born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem, that's all we know. Now, what's your point, Pastor? Here it is, you guys ready? I want you to realize that Jesus was born. That's the key. Our Savior was born into the world. Now, here's what I want to remind you. When it comes to Christmas, it's all about Jesus. I understand we like presents. Everybody likes presents, don't we, Cordy? We're looking under the tree. We're seeing if it's for me. You like how I did that freestyle? But we like presents. But we must keep this in focus. Because here's what I want to remind you adults, because you guys are really the leaders. The kids in your life, the grandkids in your life, all of those are going to follow your lead. But what we must remember in this day and age, guys, it's, it's that we don't celebrate a day. So many people will come and say, well, I don't like Christmas because Jesus wasn't born on the 25th. And we go, that's okay. Because here's what we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate tonight an epic event. Now, pastor, why do you give kids presents? Why do you give adults presents? Are you just... Here's why. Listen, because God gave us the best present in the world. He gave his son, Jesus. And that's what Christmas is all about. Guys, we celebrate an event. You go, what's the event? You realize that Jesus, God's own son, left heaven. We call it this. We said he bankrupted heaven to come and speak to us, 
to come and die for us. That's what it's all about. Guys, we celebrate, we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Can I get a big amen? amen. Are we celebrating today? We should be, okay? Wherever we go, if we have to go to families, if we have to go somewhere, wherever we have to go, let us remember. You go, why? Well, think about this. I want you to think about this for just a second. I want you to think about the most important person that you care about most deeply. Okay? You just, you care about them. This is, I mean, they are all, and you love them. And there is, there wouldn't be anything you wouldn't do for them. Are you with me? And it's their birthday. If it's their birthday, do you celebrate you or do you celebrate them? See, Nathalie and I were talking about that earlier. We celebrate Christmas because we celebrate the birth of Jesus. It's not about us. Okay, come on, somebody. Say, it's not about me. It's about him. See, the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 2, verse 7, it said that she brought Mary forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, laid him in the manger. And here's the sad part, because there was no room for him at the inn. Everybody go, oh, there was no room for him at the inn. Jesus, God's son. Nope, can't come here. Can't. Hey, question. Hoss, if Jesus went, if Mary went to your house and knocked on your door and said, can I stay here? Oh, I don't have any room. Would be, well, wait, 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 wait. Well, why don't you go to the Holiday Inn? Well, they didn't have, a ho- they didn't have any room for him at the Holiday Inn. But here's what I want you to see. There was no room for them. There was no room for him. But what I want you to see tonight, guys, very quickly, is would you do me a favor in all your celebrations in the next two days, to here, tonight, wherever you go, would you remember to make room for him in your celebration? You go, well, what does that look like? Well, maybe... You, you guys have a tradition that we do this and we do that and so forth. But how about you maybe read the Christmas story tonight and say, let's, let's, let's remember to bring him in. You go, Ben, I already do that. Okay, cool. Well, what about singing to Jesus? Would, would it, would it, would it be wrong to sing happy birthday to Jesus? You go, well, I don't know if he was born on, that's okay. My point is, would we just make room for him? When it comes to Christmas, we can make it so much, can't we? We can make it about presents. We can make it about shopping. We can make it about family. We can make it about, well, I wish it wasn't so windy and 80 degrees. I was dreaming of a white Christmas. But I live in Lubbock, and so I almost got blown away. You know what I'm saying? And we can make it like that. But but I think it's important right now that we say a little prayer and say, Lord, I want to make room in my heart for you. I don't want another holiday to go by without the presence of God.
Well, the Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 7, it says that, well, back in, I'm sorry, forgive me, back in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1, it said that what? Well, the wise men, okay? Keep, keep, in, keep in mind the wise men. They're following the star from the east. It says, saying where he was, this is verse 2, that who was the born of king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. Guys, this is the true meaning of Christmas. You ready? Jesus is king, yet he's the only king whose kingly announcement came from an angel to shepherds in a field. When I first went to Israel, I got to see the hills of Bethlehem. And we were standing there, and you could see all the hills, and you could see where shepherds would be, would be tending their sheep. And so when we read that, again, think about this, when, when the announcement came, the king is coming, it was to shepherds out in the field. You know that he's the only king who would pay ransom for sinful men a debt they could not pay. You realize that when a king came, everybody was subject to the king And yet our king said, no, 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 I'm going to be subject to the cross for you. What a king. Well, wise men come and they go, we've seen his star. What a beautiful sight that must be. What a beauty. How many of you would like to see his star today? Oh, that would be cool, wouldn't it? To walk out and go, wow. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? I love it. Did you know, did you know that among ancient, the ancients, the appearance of a star or a comet was regarded as an omen of some remarkable event? I mean, it wasn't just, star, they were, hey, there's some stars out tonight. They were like, uh-oh, something amazing is going to happen. There's the star, and it's bright. And, and it would. And you know what they said? They said, we have seen his star. We have seen his star. Jesus, having been called the star prophetically, we see that in Numbers 24, we see in Revelation 22.16, it was therefore an appropriate sign to indicate his first appearance in the world. It's the star. Where is Jesus? I love the fact that the star guided them to Jesus. Isn't that cool? Because the Holy Spirit, guys, right now is guiding us to Christ. To Christ. How many of you adults know what I'm talking about? You go, what do you mean? Well, I'm talking about when it comes to Christmas, we may have and started dreading this a little bit early on in November, right? We, we, as a matter of fact, you know what you're going to get on January 1st? It's 365 days till Christmas, or whatever it might be. Or no, no, actually, that's starting on Monday, on, on Sunday, the 20th. We got, we got one year before it comes around again. And it comes every year. And I don't know about you, but every year, Nathalie and I say, we need to start our Christmas shopping in August. I want to get it done. And that never happens. And some of you, I hope you're just, you, you're A-type personalities, and you and you do it. But that never happens for us. I've got to be honest with you. That's where the stress comes from. 
And I think if we were to take a moment and go, listen, Christmas tonight, it's about Jesus. If we take a moment to just worship him. That's what it's about. Why? Because when the wise men came, when the wise men came, what did they do, church? They worshiped Jesus. So I have a question for you. Maybe, maybe a, a kid could answer it for me. How many wise men were there? Raise your hand. How many wise men were there? Three wise men. Was there three? Was there anybody? Adults? <laughs> You're all like, yeah, I'm not going to answer. That's a trick question. Well, we just read. It doesn't say how many there were, was there? But we do know that they were wise. And they went and they worshipped him. What is the real meaning of Christmas worship? Well, let me just say this to you. If you're seeking Jesus today, you're wise. Because wise men, wise women, still seek Jesus. And can I be serious for just a moment? As we approach 2022... If you belong to this fellowship, and even if you don't, let me tell you the word that the Lord gave me. He wants us, he wants me to prepare the sheep. He wants us to prepare. I don't know what, I pray, listen, I pray over you, and I pray 2020 is prosperous and glorious, and you get to do, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. So let's prepare. Okay? You go, what does that look like? Well, in two weeks or a week after Sunday, I'm going to be sharing on what that really, really looks like. But let me give you a preview. You go, what's that? A preview of, of preparing is preparing the parents, parents, grandparents. How do we prepare our family as our kids are entering a different world. Our kids are entering a totally different world than when we were, we were kids. How do we prepare them for that? Okay, it's not the same when you, when, when you were in, in, in elementary. Like, like in elementary, I don't know about you, but I got in a fight in elementary. I know, I know. You're thinking, you pastor? Yeah. I got in a fight in elementary, but it wasn't really a fight, okay? I had a little standoff with a friend, and for all of recess, we stood ready to hit, and nobody threw a punch. That was it. Why? Because we knew the first one who threw the punch was the one that was going to get into the principal's office and get in trouble. Now, the other person could go, hey, I was just defending myself. So we literally stood there all 30 minutes. That was silly. And then the bell rang, and we're like, all right. That's not the world that the kids are going into today. We need to prepare. Now, listen for just a moment with me. It's going to be on the screen, but listen to the prophecy that Isaiah gave. Isaiah gave a prophecy 800 years before. Notice what he said. Isaiah 61, 
verses 1 through 3. He says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of prisons to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy in mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be what? Called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. He may be glorified. Guys, that's worship. That's worship. Think about what Jesus said. Jesus said that he wants to heal our broken hearts. He wants to heal our broken hearts. Guys, he wants to, set li- he wants to, to, to proclaim liberty to the captives. So my question is what, is, what is, what has our heart captive that he wants to set free? The word of God says, Guys, think about this, that he came to comfort those who mourn. You realize, you realize, church, that every, everyone who has lost somebody this year due to COVID, cancer, whatever it might be, this is a hard day for them right now. Jesus said, I've come to comfort them. I was thinking about this driving to church. And I was thinking, I don't like New Year's. And you go, why, Pastor? Because I love the fact that all of y'all have remained in 2021. It scares me who we might lose in 2022. That's the only reason I'm like... Lord, what is it going to be like? And I go into it with faith, but I don't know who of my friends the Lord is going to take home. Now, I say all glory to God, but it still hurts us. Some of you are going to lose moms and dads this year. Remember who comforts you during those times. Some of us might lose husbands and wives. I don't know. Remember who comforts us when we mourn. That's what Christmas is about. You see, Christmas should not be about one day. But Christmas should be every day. And I know the kids think so. Christmas should be every day. We get, we get presents every day. But the worship of God should be Christmas every day. Would you agree? And if you do agree, would you give a good amen? That should be. So here's my challenge to you. As we get ready, there's a couple of things I want you to do. Okay? You go, what's that? First and foremost, would you promise, would you work hard, would you... um, Purpose is a good word. Would you purpose that 2022, every day is going to be Christmas? Go, Ben, that's silly. No, no, no. What I mean by that is we'll give him precedence in our lives. He will be first place all the way, and we will worship him each and every day. Could we purpose in our heart to do that? 
You go, yes, sir. But secondly, and this is where our candlelight service comes in. Secondly, guys, the way, I want you to for a moment, think about how you got saved. Think about how you got saved. Somebody shared the gospel with you. And that's what this is all about. I'm going to ask my two guys to go ahead and pass out the candles as we get ready to do this. Guys, that's what it's all about. It is about sharing the gospel. Josh, if we could drop the lights. This is our light. This is the gospel. Now, we've already purposed, we've already purposed, we're going to worship Jesus. Can I say that? Can we say amen? Amen. We've already worshiped. But now I've got to tell. Who am I going to tell? I'm going to tell everyone. As I'm anointed with God's Holy Spirit inside me, here's what I'm going to do. Okay? This This little light of mine, I need to tell somebody. I need to share. So I come over, and I say, hey, Amanda, I, I need to tell you about Jesus. And so she says, what? And I, okay, so what does she do? She's going to pass it on. I say, oh, oh, Haas, can I tell you about Jesus? We almost burned a plate down there. Haas says, yes. Oh, Becky, I need to tell you. Okay, and here's the thing, right? If you got a light, don't stay home. You can get up out of your seat and you can share the light with Jesus. Hey, Tim, I need to tell you about Jesus. Yes, sir, I need him. And he's going to comfort. He's going to go, oh, I got to tell you about the Lord. And he's like, okay. Okay, now you got to share it. Pass it on. Pass it on. You sharing the Lord? You're just sitting there. Where are you sharing? Let's go. Go share the Lord with somebody. Go share the Lord. Oh, he's going. Everybody's, everybody's got the Lord. Okay, good, 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 good. Everybody's got the Lord. Okay, those of you watching online, as we worship, guys, this is symbol. This is symbolic. 2022, who are we going to share Jesus with? 2022, who are we sharing Jesus with? Oh, I'm sorry? Everybody. 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 How does it work? Oh, that looks so beautiful, guys. One person at a time. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to hear from you and see you in person at the church. You can find our contact information, location, and even give a donation at calvarychapellubbock.church. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Until then, may God bless you and your family.